All right, gals and pals, game on. It's time for the Sports Gal Pal Podcast, where we help gals and their pals come together over sports. Don't hate the game, love the game, or at least find out why he loves it so much. Now your host, the Sports Gal Pal herself, Ramona Rice. Well, hey there, Gal Pal Nation. Welcome to another episode of the Sports Gal Pal Podcast, where I help you understand why he screams at the TV during a game. I'm your host, Ramona Rice. You can connect with me on Twitter at SportsGalPal and, of course, on SportsGalPal.com. Gals and pals, the one sport I rarely talk about, I rarely talk about, even though they have crazy mad fans and they have really cool things and traditions and it's pretty cool to watch. But the one sport, the one sport that I just, I'm like, I'm kind of sitting on the pine is hockey. I get it. You know, fast skates and there's fighting and there's rivalries and there's that weird thing they do with the Stanley Cup where they all share it and drink things out of it and bathe people in it. That is gross. And we're totally going to talk about that. So I thought I could get a hockey expert in here. And then I'm like, you know what? Instead of getting like a true, true hockey expert, let me get a fan, like a really, really good fan. And so I have found the amazing, the brilliant. He has his own podcast called Stop Riding the Pine. It's not about hockey. It's about entrepreneurship, but we're going to get into that. It is Jamie J. Jamie, welcome to the show. Hey there. Thanks so much for having me. Okay. I like to start all of my interviews with the same question. How did you get into sports? I got into sports um, as a young tyke in 1977. Um, It was not much to do in little old Fairbanks, Alaska. Everything's pretty much frozen all the time anyway. So what better to do than uh, nine months out of the year? Play some hockey. Okay. Now I understand why you play hockey because you are lived in Alaska. Now it all makes sense because I'm in Virginia <laughs> and um, we have indoor ice rinks now and we have like a yeah. my league team, but no, like I remember it was a big deal when they moved like the whalers to, I need to stop one second. Cause my husband unfortunately is talking. <laughs> <laughs> hey honey, I- I'm recording. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Let's see if we edit that out or not. <laughs> I keep it in there. <laughs> I should keep it in there. Yes, real life podcasting issues. My husband every once in a while. All right, Galpa Nation, I'll just flat out be honest with you because I'm, I'm releasing this tonight. Um, it's been a crazy day in the Galpa universe. Jamie, Jamie, unfortunately, got a big like load of like, oh my God, I got to get all this stuff. So I had like 10 Girl Scouts in my house um, painting for, for brownie badges. My nine-year-old has the flu, so my husband um, went to the store to get him stuff, and, and he comes in, and the dog's yelling, and I'm trying to talk to hockey with Jamie, and guess what? That's real life. It happens, so anyway, let's, let's move on. So, yeah, I mean, Alaska, you're right. What else is there to do? What, ice fish? Um, you can, oh, you can technically, according to a certain former governor, see Alaska. What is it? Russia from your Russia, house. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but you're not, yeah. yeah, you're not in Alaska anymore, though, are you? No, I'm right smack dab in the middle of the U.S. in Ozark, Missouri. Ozark, Missouri. So you're um, near St. Louis or? I'm, I'm down. St. Louis is in the northeast. I'm in the southwest. I'm in between Branson and Springfield. Wow, that's all kinds of fun right there. I bet you have some good <laughs> stories. Some really good stories. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's good fun out here. <laughs> but so hockey is your first love. Is that the, the sport that makes your heart pitter-patter? It sure is. Yep. It, when I was younger, I, I did my, I did, I, I rode for Yamaha support. So I did some racing when I was younger for motocross, but it's always pretty much always been hockey. What is it about hockey? Like, like, what is it? 
Well, I love how fast it is. I love the team aspect of the sport. It's a little bit. It's not so much mainstream. Um, and I have to. I have to tell you this story before I go into my my background in hockey because when I was younger, um, I always played hockey. We moved to Colorado from Alaska, and they didn't have any hockey there. Um, at least in Fort Collins, they did down south. They had tons of it, but not in Fort Collins where I was. So I tried a couple different things. Tried band, hated it. Um, and then, uh, we tried to go out for uh, baseball. So when my ma signed me up for baseball, I think I was 11, maybe, or 12, no, 12, maybe even 13. Holy cow. And, uh, so they send all the kids out there and, you know, the coach hits the ball and the coaches pick their teams. Well, the coach hit the ball to me and they put me in uh second base or shortstop. And I went down to grab the ball and I picked it up and kids were laughing and I, looked in my glove the ball was not there i'm looking around <clears throat> well the ball was sitting there in the middle of my feet so i got put on the worst team um <laughs> the giants we were like the bad news giants and uh, my first game i uh was going up to bat and the pitcher hit me with the ball so that's how i got to first base and then when I was on first base, my coach gave me the sign for steal, and I was like, no, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. And he started really, really getting into it, like, steal the base. And I'm like, no, no, no. Finally, I said, okay. So the catcher throws the ball to second base to throw me out, and it hit me. And I was like, man, this baseball game just stinks. So then I go out to center field that I was playing, and uh, pop fly, and it hit me in the head. And I'm like, this is just not my game. I'm out. I want to go back to hockey. So um, th that was one reason why I didn't take mainstream sports. I was uh, when I when I raced motorcycles. Uh, I was always gone. So technically, I didn't have enough credits to go through my senior year. I would have graduated after my senior class, so I couldn't play senior football. So I couldn't do any of those mainstream sports that you usually start up in school. So it was motocross and hockey. Wow, that baseball story! It, it's just so Charlie Brown. I mean, oh. my God, you poor guy. And and this is the before we we worried about concussions or injury. Like, oh. rub some dirt on it and keep going. You poor man. Do you do you, you do you like suffer from PTSD? Like, if you go near a baseball field, <laughs> it's brutal. And and uh, you know, my girlfriend, she's a big big baseball fan. But uh, yeah, she. It, it, I'm just. I can't. I just can't get into it. I don't know why. Please don't uh, kill me. I know there's a lot of baseball fans out there, and and you know. Go Cardinal since I'm I'm local here in Missouri, but other than that, that's about the extent of it. <laughs> oh my gosh! But and here's the thing that's so ironic: you had such a violent experience with a with the least violent sport out there, and yet you're passionate about a sport that is very violent. I mean, it's very violent. I don't know what to tell you. If someone throws a baseball at me, I freak out. Puck coming at me at you know seventy, eighty miles an hour. It's no big deal. That's crazy. I mean, but it's such an interesting story. I'm so glad. Wow. I had no idea. And yeah, baseball is that, that's just what well, I think if you get hit in the head with anything, you know, it, it, it smarts a little bit. But my God, yeah. three in a row. Jeez. Pete. Uh, yeah, it was it was brutal. <laughs> <laughs> I should not laugh at you. I should not no, laugh at you. No, go ahead. It but, was funny. Was you like, and 600 other little kids were. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrific. So, okay. So now, you know, you're a proper grown up. Do you still get to play hockey? Do you play league play or anything like that? Oh, heck yeah. We play two times, sometimes three a week. I go out for a couple skates a week and just with the friends and skate around. I don't play in a league right now, but I have been, you know, last year and I probably will again next year. It's a, it's a lot of fun. 
So, you know, again, I've seen live hockey. I've been, I, I've, I've watched Stanley Cup games. I mean, I get it. I get it. And the fans are so into it. I mean, you guys. Oh yeah. I remember we went to um, the Norfolk Admirals are our local kind of um, AHL team here. Mm-hmm. I think that they're the um, minor league for the Mighty Ducks for the for the Anaheim Ducks. And okay. um, so just giving perspective. And I remember we went to a game and we were sitting very close to the penalty box. And so when the opposing team's penalty people would come in, they had a group of people sitting next to like the penalty box. And they would say, hey, everyone, this is Johan. And we'd all have to say, <laughs> hi, Johan, you suck. And I'm like, what is this? I mean, here's the thing, Jamie. I am a big sports nut. I love traditions of sports. I studied it in college. So I really love like the sociology and the culture surrounding sport. That was a whole new level or crazy yeah (laughs) is that everywhere or is that just them those crazy people no it's pretty much everywhere and it depends on what level you follow um and just a couple years ago and well actually it was just this past year they kind of rearranged all the ahl farm teams so they made them closer to the team that they're that they you know that the, they're the farm team for. So, like you said, the is it Norfolk Admirals? Yeah, I believe it yeah, is. Norfolk. Yeah. yeah. So we're in yeah. Virginia. So you're right. Then we wouldn't yeah. be. I don't know who we are. See, I'm not a fan. I mean, I'm yeah. just not. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, it, what's really cool is um, I I had the pleasure of playing with the Blues alumni this summer, and it was really cool because you get to play with people that you used to watch on television and it was just amazing to be able to be in that arena so you know i guess you could liken it to someone that grew up playing football their whole life and then get to play in a scrimmage game with you know the people that they you know their biggest fans of so that was us we were super 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 stoked to be doing this and skating around and you know i we had a couple of stanley cup you know, winners on our team. And it was just, it was just, it was just fun. It was unbelievable. And I had actually asked, um, uh, his name is Richard Maffichuk, who is now the coach of the ECHL Missouri Mavericks. Um, but he w- won a Stanley cup with Dallas stars in 1999. And he was on our team, uh, along with, um, Terry Yake, who played for the blues for three years. So I asked Richard, I said, what's the difference between, an AHL player and an NHL player. And he goes, well, there's a lot of AHL. AHL is American Hockey League, which is one division below, you know, the show, the NHL. And he said the, the big, there's really not that much difference in skill in the AHL. He says, there's, as a matter of fact, there's some players that are playing down in the AHL that are actually more skilled than a lot of the NHLers. But the difference is they just can't do all that same stuff that the NHLers can at full speed. So someone can make a really cool move and get around someone and be super smooth on the ice and everybody's just blown away. But then when you put them at the speed of the NHL, they just can't hang. And so that was that was an eye opener for me because I was like, man, because I've seen so many people. Uh, Sergey Fedorov's brother, for instance, Sergey Fedorov was just introduced, in, inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame this uh, last month, and his brother is unbelievable. I got a chance to skate with him in Las Vegas. Amazing. I'm like, how how is he, how is he not in the NHL? And now I realize uh, there's a there's a huge difference, um, and it's very minute, but there's. That difference is being able to do all those tricks and be smooth and everything and then take it to the speed of the NHL because it's uber fast. That's incredible. How did you manage to um, get to skate with those guys? Oh, great. uh, Great question. Actually, um, my girlfriend, Sarah, and this is another story um, that I'll go into in just a second, but my girlfriend, Sarah, 
was fortunate enough to win. Um, uh, they, the St. Louis Blues alumni has an unbelievable um, association where they raise a lot of money for kids. Um, and it's all all dedicated to kids and and getting them to play hockey and helping them out if they can't afford it. And it's just it's just an awesome cause um, for maybe inner city youth that couldn't afford it or it's just it's it's really neat. And so she actually won a um, um, at one of their fundraising events. What's that thing called? Oh my gosh, Silent you did on something. Silent, Thank you. Silent oh my option. Lord Almighty. So we got to go and play on a team there that we arranged here in this local area. And, and when you get there, you get to draft the players, and ah, it's just it's just a blast. So that's how we got to do that. And um, I, don't, I don't know if I can segue really quick, but I, my story about my girlfriend is insane. Yeah, you might as well. So. My girlfriend is about 100 pounds, soaking wet with all of her gear on, and she stands about 5'2", five 5'3". Five and you'll never guess, but we met at the face-off circle playing hockey, and she was chirping at me. Chirping meaning kind of giving me, giving me smack, you know? And I said, <laughs> this is perfect. This is the girl of my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't actually see her? Like, she was in all of her gear? And she was in all of so her you gear. you can't see, like, her body. You just, nope. she, the nope. fact that she was trash-talking you, <laughs> yeah. that's what made your heart go, yep. okay, that's the one. Interesting. Yep. Full I, cage you, helmet, everything. <laughs> wow, you are not the first guy I've had... Um, um, a couple of times I've had, there's this great podcast on Blog Talk Radio called Next Fan Up, and it's 32 guys um, that each represent each NFL team. And oh, wow. the, the Dallas Cowboys guy is single, and he's told me, he goes, you know what the hottest thing would be if I would date like a Philadelphia Eagle fan or Washington Redskin fan because the rivalry, like it's like foreplay. We would get ourselves like revved <laughs> up, and I'm like... Jeez. No, <laughs> I got to tell you, I'll, I'll tell you a fun oh. story. My audience knows this. Um, I'm a University of Virginia grad, go who's. Um, and um, my husband is a big Notre Dame fan. So we played each other in football this year. I didn't even let him ride the car with me. I mean, uh, yeah, no, it was really bad. I was a terrible wife that day. And then when they managed to squeak out the win, I just, I didn't even say goodbye to him. My sister and I were oh. in our oh. car. I just, I refused to even acknowledge him for like a whole day. I was so mad. Uh, so. Well, I, I can empathize because she's a big blues fan. And I, by default, now that I live here, am now a blues fan, especially since I got to meet some of the players. It was really cool. But my heart lies with my favorite team there in uh, the Capitals. Yeah, that's funny. I technically, I guess that should be my team because I'm only three hours away from DC. And, um, you know, I've got a ton of friends who are Capitals fans, which is funny. I've got a really good friend of mine, Ben, and he's just like the Capitals, they do so well and then they break your heart. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but it seems like the last couple of years with, with playoff time, you guys get kind of far. And then it's like, just so close. And then no. <laughs> I probably have the I'm probably a fan of the two worst teams for that because both the Blues and the Caps are super strong teams and I, I mean the fan base would go crazy if they could make it in the second round of the playoffs. Um, e even though last year Washington did, the Blues did not, and they have such strong teams. It's just ah, it's just uh, yeah, it's heartbreak. <laughs> That's frustrating. And any sports fan, I get it. You know, UVA's uh, men's basketball team is fantastic. And, you know, we didn't get out of the first round, really, the second round last year in the NCAA tournament. It's just it's frustrating. It's so frustrating when you see a team that does so well the entire season. And seasons are long. Hockey seems like it goes on forever. Like, it seems like the longest season ever. And maybe that's because, again, I'm not a fan <laughs> of the hockey. Like, you probably like, that's fantastic. It should never end. Um, but doesn't it seem like it's a long season? Um, I guess yes and no when you put preseason into it. Um, 
Well, yeah, I guess because it, it you know it goes in if you're if you're playing hockey in June, you're doing all right. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I guess you know you're looking at 82 games. But baseball is what 160 something. Um, but yeah, to me it to me it doesn't seem like it's long enough. But uh, I can see how people would think it would be a long season. How does a guy who grows up and did, now did you grow up in Alaska or were you did you move around a lot? How do you wind up being a Washington Capitals fan? Great question, and this is a, this is a story that a lot of people ask me. What the heck? So I've never lived on the East Coast. So what? I've, I've lived on the West Coast, and um, you know, grew up in Alaska, moved to Colorado, moved to California, lived in Nevada. And now I'm here. Anyways, <laughs> um, when I used to coach the kids um, in California, I coach kids from you know the little squirt level, peewee level, you know, up to Bantam and, and a little bit of high school. And when I was in Southern California in Huntington Beach, I was a hockey director and a coach of a local rink there. And we had um, Ronnie Wilson, who at that time was a head coach of the Ducks, come out. He and his assistant coach, Tim Army, and this was in 1996, 95, 96, right around there. And he would help not only the coaches out by helping the coaches, you know, we get to learn from an NHL coach. That was cool. But then he'd actually go out and help the kids. And I thought that was awesome for someone, for a head coach of a professional team, no matter what sport, to take their time and go out and just spend it with the kids. I mean, it made the kids day, you know, and, and, and ever since then, I was like, wow, this Ronnie Wilson, this Tim Army, those are some cool guys. Well, that in early 1997, the 97-98 season, the Ducks fired Ronnie Wilson and Tim Army. And I was so bummed because they were, and they were, and they had, they had a winning record. I was like, what the heck is going on? Anyways, they got fired and um, Ronnie and Tim went over to Washington. And they took the Capitals, even though they didn't win, they took them all the way to Stanley Cup. And a friend of mine was good friends with Ronnie Wilson, and they got us tickets to go see Game 4 against the Red Wings. And I thought that was just the best trip ever. And ever since then, I've been a Caps fan. I just couldn't get away from it. That's a good reason. I I can't think of a better reason to pick a team that you've never actually lived in the state or nearby. Um, and that's, yeah. here's the thing. You know what? Since I am not a fan of hockey, you can take my spot because I am from Virginia, so I should be a Capitals fan. So it balances out. See, so you'll take you my spot. See, you'll represent me. <laughs> so here's the deal. I will go to games from now on, and I'm like, I will in tune like Jamie. I was like, hey, Oh, Jamie. nice. See? <laughs> now, are you the kind of fan that gets obnoxious and yells and screams? Are you like thoughtful and broody? Or, you know, how do you react? I think it depends on the game and it depends on the company that I'm with. But uh, I, I've I've been I felt myself get really angry sometimes. <laughs> I'm really passionate, but um, I have to be a little careful, especially around here. Um, my girlfriend, as I said, is a big Blues fan, and she doesn't like to hear about the Capitals all the time. So I gotta I gotta kind of keep it cool when when I have company around. But when I'm by myself and I have a nice cold beer or something, I might I might yell at the TV a little bit. <laughs> Oh, I'm terrible. Like, no, I um, will use every, we talked about this a little bit off air. I have a little bit of a blue mouth. Um, it depends on the and the guest and, and how they get me going. But yes, um, particularly when my teams do stupid things like the Philadelphia Eagles this past weekend against Tampa Bay. My God. Oops. Yeah, it's painful, Jamie. It's painful. But UVA won both football and basketball. So I'm not going to complain. Like, I'll take, And I won in fantasy football. 
against oh. yeah no there's a great uh, there's a um blog talk um jay soderberg has us in a um an experts league i don't know why i'm in it because i am certainly not a fancy expert but i'm holding my own i think i'm in third place oh um, nice i know i know not too shabby so i, I just beat another um guy and he's super nice but yeah the, uh-uh. the, but th- that's the thing about sports and fans you know you you never can suspect who's going to be crazy and who's a different kind of crazy you know it just all depends but you know i know some people get very broody and very solemn but hockey fans when i've been to see hockey they um they can get pretty loud and they'll throw things. And then the players, like all of a sudden they'll just start fighting and just see. And it seems oh, yeah. so random. I know it's not random, but it appears random. Cause at least with baseball, like when the bench is clear, there's gotta be some serious stuff that went down for the benches to clear. But with hockey, oh, yeah. it seems like every five seconds, <laughs> gloves are off, <laughs> sticks are going. And I'm like, wow, what's up with that? Well, um, on ice, the fights have kind of died down, and even in the crowds. I mean, we're not getting any more people from the benches running into the crowds, hitting people with shoes anymore. That That's all done. And the fighting is actually cleaned up a little bit. It's getting to be more of a finesse game, which is which is all right. But I am kind of like a <laughs> – I hate saying this. I am a, I am a proponent of the fights, I, and, and it's more than just seeing them actually fight, but I think it's a good game changer, a momentum shift. And, and if you've ever played in a sport where you just get heated, it's nice because in hockey – you just get a five-minute penalty, and that's that's it. You're back playing the game again. I mean, it's okay to do that, which I think is really cool. And sometimes it calls for it because when you start getting into that game and you know someone's doing something to you that's just not very nice and sticking you in the gut with a stick or something or hitting one of the little guys, the big guy on the other team hits the other, you know, the little guy, that to me as a player and as a fan would really 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 piss me off so i'm going to go after that guy well you can't really do that in any other sport period so i love the fact that you can do that in hockey and and (laughs) take care of you know use use uh use that kind of uh uh, i don't i don't boy i don't even know how to describe it but it's I really, I really like that. Now, with regards to the fans, I went to a, <laughs> a West Coast Hockey League. Now, this is the Bruisers of the Bruisers. As a matter of fact, when we went there, it was in an old rodeo uh, uh, arena, and they converted it into an ice rink. And <clears throat> I walked in here, and there was these people shouting, and the it was the El Paso Buzzards versus the oh my gosh, I can't remember the other team, but it was just, I mean, it was brutal. One of the guys that came out on the other team was a huge guy, didn't even have shoulder pads. I was just like, oh my gosh, this is going to be brutal. And I was standing in line to get a beer, and the guy in front of me, I'm like, man, this is uh, crazy. He goes, oh, you've never been here? I said, no, no, I'm not from here. And he says, well, this is the three Bs. And I said, the three Bs? He goes, yep, beer, broads, and brawling. And I was like, oh no, (laughs) this is going to be great. So... As soon as the puck drops, the big guy, he was playing a wing, he just started pummeling this other guy. I mean, they didn't even get the game underway, really. The puck dropped, and the lights in the building dimmed. A spotlight went on this this, this fight, and that song, Mama's Gonna Knock You Out, came on. And the crowd went nuts. Like, it was just crazy. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And it was just, how is this professional hockey? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> so do you think that, you know, it's funny, you are now probably like the third or fourth guy that I know that has said, I'm a fan of this team over here. 
But because my girlfriend or wife or person likes this team, I also like that team. I find it interesting because I was thinking about my husband when you were describing that and your girlfriend and how you become like a St. Louis Blues fan that, you know, he when we're not playing Notre Dame, wears all the UVA stuff and does all the traditions and things like that. I don't notice lately a lot of women shifting and making themselves fans of of their husband's team. Like, does she even like acknowledge the Capitals' existence at all? She does. It's just that she's not a fan. I mean, she's she is she is from here. She's grown up here. Um, she's just anything you know, Cardinals or. Well, I won't necessarily say the Rams. She's not a Rams fan. She's more of a Chiefs fan. But, uh, but yeah, it's it's all local for her. And she's re- and now, you know, she's a personal trainer. She used to race bicycles. She went to the World Championships for that. I mean, she's very sports oriented. Very, 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 very big into sports. And uh, so, you know, hey, she, she <laughs> I. I I can't say, you know, if she wants to root for the blues and I'm there, I'm I'm rooting for the blues. <laughs> I think I think you're like a smart, smart man. All right. Let's talk a little bit about your podcast because your podcast is um Stop Riding the Pine, which is obviously a sports metaphor. For those who don't know, um riding the pine it typically means sitting on the bench. Um it's I do know it's a hockey term, it's sometimes used in baseball as well. Um mm-hmm. but um tell me a little bit about that. Well, uh, my passion for the sport of hockey is so huge that I wanted to incorporate into my business. And while I'm never going to be uh, getting paid for hockey, uh, playing on an NHL team, I sh- I have so much passion for it that I integrated it into my different businesses. So my you know uh, podcast is called Stop Writing the Pine, and I even have the breakaway moment, which is kind of like the aha moment. So at the end of every episode, I said, "Well, this is what a breakaway is, and you know what led you to where you are today, and this is what I call the breakaway moment." Um, so it is a podcast about entrepreneurship, and it I bring on all kinds of different guests that are um, successful in their given industry or niche, whether it's authors or business people or whatever, and they just give their strategies and tips and their stories, tell their stories of what made them successful. And I share that with my audience that are a bunch of either entrepreneurs looking for more or entrepreneurs wanting to leave the workforce and uh, going out on their own. So it's a fun thing. I think it's great. And I think it's great that you've combined sports with that. I, it's funny. I was just at DC Podfest a couple of weeks ago and they wanted me to do a social media speak because in my real life, I'm the communications manager for a really large real estate company. So I, I do a lot of like obviously content marketing and social media, things like that. Right. And I don't really talk about that too much on my podcast here because this is Sports Scalpel and I'm supposed to be talking about sports. But they were like, hey, we want you to do a social media talk. I'm like, great, perfect. And they're like, we want you to do a Sports Scalpel. And I'm like, What? Um, so I had to do things really? like, yeah, no, it was, it was pretty hard actually. Um, so, cause they're like, we want sports gal pal to do it. I'm like, sports gal pal doesn't talk about, um, conversion rates. Sports gal pal <laughs> doesn't talk about the importance of content schedules and editorial calendars. That's Ramona. She does that. You want Ramona. You don't want sports gal pal. No, we want the sports gal pal. And I'm like, okay, great. I mean, it went fine. And, and I think it uh-huh. went really well. It was kind of like, like, for example, I use the example. You'll appreciate this audience. If you don't like this, you can fast forward through this part. It's okay. Um, but, um, I talked about how, you know, you could do social media, like a pickup game 
where you just kind of randomly find some things and, and you put to get together a game. And you might get like one or two really good moments, but it's not a consistent thing. Or you could be a pro and have a plan and have a game plan and do training and all the things you need to do. And so that's that's the way I, I equated it to it. So, you know, that. Awesome. Or like, yeah. Or like, for example, um, you know, man-man defense. Like a lot of times people will professionally with social media, they will, um, you know, do social media like manually every day instead of like doing a zone. You know, and that that's the sort of thing. So so we did that and it, it seemed to work. Oh, um, that's cool. Yeah. So I, I appreciate the fact that you do that daily because that was really hard <laughs> because, you know, you never know who understands those analogies and not. Um, I yeah. take it for granted, you know, but sometimes people don't understand what that means. Like if I say man to man, you know, I don't know if hockey has that. Do, does hockey oh, yeah. have man to man defense? Do you guys do zone sure. defense? Anything like mm-hmm. that? Or so, yep. okay. And that's kind of like universal, you know, basketball and things like that. I like to call hockey, it's basically like ice soccer um, because you have a lot of the same <laughs> positions and a lot of the same opponents. Only you guys don't flop as much. I feel like you guys right. are like manlier than the beautiful game. I'll see yeah, <laughs> I don't like soccer either. I'm so much an American. Oh, boy. Well, you know, soccer's a cool sport, but I, yeah, those guys, they, and they are tough, don't get me wrong. but They are, but they're very sure pretty. Yeah, and yeah. it sure seems like they 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 like they take that getting hurt to a whole new level. Someone brushes a a, a finger by him, and they're down, oh. rolling around, crying. And <laughs> Where here's Jamie, who's been hit by three baseballs at eleven. And he's like, "I'm good, I'm good. I just don't ever want to play baseball again." So, oh man! So, funny. so I'm sorry for your soccer fans. <laughs> No, they know. They, 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 my listeners know. All, all, all twelve of them. They're all random dudes that I've collected over the over the years. Like, what's Ramona talking about? She's crazy. Okay, awesome. Jamie. If and the members of Galpal Nation, all twelve of them would like to. There's actually more. I think I don't know anymore. I just, I just do podcasts and hope someone's listening. If you're listening, you should email me Ramona at Sports Galpal and just let, say, hey, I'm listening. Um, we'll see if that works. It won't, but that's okay. Um, Jamie, if the if the members of Galpal Nation want to learn more about your podcast or about you or want to talk hockey because they're not going to be able to talk about it with me. Where should they go? Well, you can go to stopwritingthepine.com and check out all of my shows there. Um, You can also visit me at slapshotstudio.com. And Slapshot Studio is Hockey Slapshot, of course. And that is where um, you can find out. I do web development and all that kind of cool stuff. But I, again, use hockey in my theme. Nice. One quick question because the name Slapshot made me think of this. Best hockey movie ever. Oh, Slapshot. Is it really? <laughs> is it better For, than Miracle? Uh, well, see, it's two different types. Um, but uh, Miracle is good because I, I just I love that story. It's a great story, but... Slapshot, uh, heck, I, I remember seeing it for the first time with my squirts, uh, the team I was on. Um, we were all squirts, and we got it in the old silver laser disc. You know those big, big, they looked like record players, but you they were... I saw were that prone. as children? That's the most inappropriate movie for children. How crazy is that? I know. That's so I know. inappropriate. We loved it. Hey, it was 1977. We, we even rode on three-wheelers without helmets. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know, if you watch it today, it seems really tamed compared to some of the stuff we see just on regular television. So, yeah, you, you know, it's true. You know, it's just just the nudity. There is a lot. Yeah. Of, yeah well, but, they they did they did kind of check us on that stuff, but you know, it was a hockey game, and you know, you're in Alaska. There's not a lot to do after the game. My goodness, <laughs> my goodness. All right. Well, if you guys want to, I'll have the link to Slapshot. Um, it is a good movie. It's it's one of the few hockey movies. Let's see, hockey movies. That's about as much I was telling Jamie before the podcast, especially know about hockey. Is the Mighty Ducks miracle? I forgot about Slapshot. Um, yep, there there's was, the goon. The goon. That was the uh, what? Goon. No. G O O N. No. I know Goonies. 
Oh, yeah. Goonies was a great movie. That is a good movie. Did not have hockey in it. There was football. There was a little bit of football and cheerleading in it. Oh. <laughs> Some weightlifting. Fencing. There was fencing in Goonies. See, sports are everywhere, well, Galpo Nation. You, you, know, you know Sean William Scott, right? Yes, you of course. That? Yeah, he was in Goon. So. Okay. Well, all right. Yay. <laughs> Is it on Netflix? Is this something I need to invest time in I, watching? I, 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 no, don't okay. do it. Okay. Don't. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Again, Jamie J, you can reach him um, at, um, what is it? At Slapshot Social on um, Twitter. Um, uh, at Slapshot Studio. Studio. Excuse me. I, I'm looking at social. I'm looking. Well, I've got your, um, you know. Twitter page on right now. Um, again, it's Jamie J. He's fantastic. You should definitely check him out. And again, all the links to him will be on my show notes at blogtalkradio.com forward slash sportsgalpal. Of course, sportsgalpal.com. And make sure too that you can subscribe, review, and download all the Sports Gal Pal episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Eventually, we'll be catching up. Um, lots of fun things coming out there. So again, Gal Pal Nation, thank you so much. And Jamie, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you. It was so fun. Really, seriously, thanks so much. That was awesome. Thanks for listening to the Sports Gal Pal podcast. And be sure to check out sportsgalpal.com.